My next question, that would probably be the answer to this next question, but is there anything else that you'd re- recommend any agent could do to make a biggest impact moving forward? I think that um, if you can, whatever you can do to increase your cash flow mm-hmm. and um, kind of get scaled up. I look at it like, for me personally, I, I was able to scale up pretty quick. And I feel like that really is put, it puts me in a different category now because no matter what happens, I'm, I'm going to be able to ride, ride out the low times. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Do you pay remote employees more or less or, or how does their comp structure pan out compared to in office? I pay them a base salary. And, the same? Um, what's same that? As, same as the in office base salary? Yeah, pretty much all of my salespeople are remote. Wow. Yeah, the, the, they're all on the same scale that I had when when they were working in the office. I've seen where people say, "Well, you should just pay them commission or pay them less." The thing is, is um, I just treat them like like a salesperson. I, I give them a lower a lower base, you know, um, just enough to probably get by, and then I put them on a um, commission plan and I put bonuses in there every month. Yeah. And that's important. I think doing the bonuses on a monthly basis is important because. You know, I get paid on a bonus yearly, but I think to to keep the salespeople motivated, you have to have some sort of bonus like monthly. So if you guys hear a train coming by, I'm, we do. Uh, <laughs> I love my, it. There's a yeah, there's a big train right here. I'm like in Easley, which is like just kind of a smaller town, but I'm on Main Street. It's a great little uh, downtown, but there's a yeah trains that come through here. But like for instance, when I was talking about the bonuses. Um, I've noticed that with some of the my people, they get the transfers coming in. So then I think it's kind of human nature where people can just get comfortable. Well, I got transfers coming in, so I don't have to make outbound calls now. So I'm trying to get my acquisition costs down and trying to get their calls up. So I, I put a bonus out this month for any requote that's sold. I'm doubling the commission. Because, oh, that's awesome. Because there's so many good requotes that from previous LSPs or whatever didn't close those are really good leads but they just got to get worked and so i felt like well you know somebody might say well that's crazy you're double commission but i'm not paying anything for the lead and um i'm trying to teach my team kind of like a lesson like hey you know let's work some of these other leads outside just what's coming in to make you know make higher commissions love it what are some other things that you do to keep the team motivated I try to, um, like, as far as bonuses, guy, I, I, I switch it up. Like, I, I like also focus on one-call closes. The other thing I motivate the, my employees with is 
I try to get them together once in a while. Like we did a um, Christmas, we did like a big Christmas uh, lunch in the office, but not everybody could come because they're, because they're remote. But, um, you know, sometimes I'll just, I'll give them like a little uh, financial incentive, like give them a gift card or something if I feel like they do a good job. And I'm constantly monitoring, um, you know, the communication between, between the LSPs, whether it's on Slack or through text messaging. Anytime I see something positive, like um, one of my LSPs today uh, was quoting someone. They didn't have the driver's license. They didn't have the VIN numbers, but they went on the texting system. It's, it just sounds crazy. You would think, well, that's pretty basic stuff. You would just text someone to get their information. But that was like something she had never done before. So I made a big deal about it. So great job. So I just try to get positive reinforcement, nice. you know, when I see somebody doing something good. Nice. Totally. So we've touched a little bit on marketing. Why don't we talk a, l- a little bit more about what you're doing, what has been working the best for you, and uh, go down that path. Well, the marketing, um, I've kind of committed to the Teledudes for my marketing. And it's just because I really love the fact that we talked about how we control the data and the the quality of um, policies that we're getting. We're getting homeowners. We're getting auto. We're getting umbrellas. So um, the Teledudes is awesome. Um, the thing about it is you have to have a team that can close and you have to be willing to, to coach your team because otherwise, you know, it's just not going to work. I, I've had teams in the past where I've tried similar things and they, they were trying to win on price. They weren't really doing the sales call the right way. So I really spent a lot of time on my training and on, um, you know, working with the Teledudes and just coaching on all aspects of uh, the sales call. And then um, from there, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my team to, uh, you know, ask for referrals and I'm, I'm leveraging our, um, the way that I have my leads set up now, I've, I've learned to really master the program. So all my leads coming in because I'm doing a lot of internet leads, they're getting ported in, which makes it easy to follow up with, with the leads in the system. Cause you're not manually putting leads in. Everything is pretty much automated. Mm-hmm. And so getting my team just to focus on some of the, um, like I said, requotes, winbacks, referrals, trying to add in some things, sprinkling things that are going to lower my acquisition costs across the board. Love it. Yeah. The, the referrals is kind of a tough one. What do you exactly do for your referral process? The biggest thing I just think is just coaching the team on asking for the referral. Uh, I have some people that for, I don't know, I don't understand why they're afraid to ask for the referral, but some people are afraid to ask for it. I right. feel like, yeah, I just feel like if you're doing the sales call the right way and you're having a conversation about their the family risk and you're quoting everything, you did a great job. I mean, it's kind of your right to ask for the referral. You, you've worked hard. I don't understand why why it's why it's hard. I mean, basically what, what we're doing is just giving out gift cards when someone um, gives us a referral. And, um, you know, basically all SP has to do is just ask um, the client, hey, you know, I've I've done a really great job for you today. Is, do you have any anyone in town that I can help? You know, same way I just helped you with with these great uh, policies that covered your family. Right. You know, nice. It, it's not it's not really a hard uh, thing to do, but to be honest with you, I, I really need to focus on going back to training, spending being a good leader. You know, if we're not getting referrals, well, I, I need to kind of own that. 
yeah. coach my team up more. Make them believers. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, I have one that's a rock star. She gets, you know, she'll get five or six referrals off one client. And so I try to put a spotlight on that. But, you know, one month I'll do, um, maybe next month I can do a um, contest for whoever gets, you know, X amount of referrals gets a bonus. And yeah. Tear it up, you know? Yeah. Well, I so mean, they're leaving money on the table. If one's getting five and shows that she can consist- consistently get those referrals, I mean, the other ones are just leaving all of that premium and uh, commission money on the table, right? Like it's there. Yeah. Just like all the other stuff, if you're consistent with it, it works. If they ask once, they get a no, and then they go, oh, see, it doesn't work, right? They always focus on the negative part. On instead the negative, of positive. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Okay, so we, we get a new client, they come in. What kind of things do you do to really enhance the, the client journey, like that experience as they as they come to the Kish agency? What I'm trying to do right now to make it, our retention is pretty good. We have a good customer service team. We really work hard. You know, we make mistakes and we're not perfect, obviously. But what I'm really trying to focus on right now is, you know, the retention, um, when you get to be a certain size, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of calls coming, a lot of like, customer service. So in the past, I used to call all of the um, renewals like every six months. And when I was a smaller agent, I, I was a master at calling the renewals and, and <laughs> you've been able to cross sell them and sell life insurance and all that. But now, you know, I can't focus time on just doing that. So I have a team that was doing that. So what I've decided to do, though, is kind of change up my retention um, process. And so here's another idea that I stole from another agent. One thing that we we start doing in our office is I use this program called Send Out Cards. And it's a, it's a cool little platform. You can upload, like, your book of business into it. And anytime you talk to a customer, you know, maybe maybe they um, lost someone recently or they have COVID or or, you know, maybe somebody got married or whatever, Any, anything that's noteworthy that sticks out that our um, customer service team has a conversation about, we will go into the platform and send them a card from the agency. And you just go in there and um, the platform, you can type in the customer's name and then make a card. It takes about a minute. And then it just sends them a card and um, and that's it. So you don't have to like, you're not physically writing out a card or putting a stamp on it. But it's been very impactful because when a customer can, when they get a card from you and it references a conversation that they actually had with somebody in the office, I feel like that really takes it to kind of a different level as far as them appreciating the agency. And so um, that's kind of been my secret sauce for my retention. And I'm trying to back away from calling every single renewal because I I don't think it's uh, sustainable. And we're trying to yeah. focus more on doing customer service on the onboarding side with making sure everything's done correctly when the customer first starts. I love so that. We, yeah, we'll call them. We'll make sure they're getting texted if, if, if they want to. Make sure all the lines of communication, all the documents are in place. And um, I feel like that's beneficial because, you know, the for retention, that's when you're going to lose the customer at, at the highest rate, right? The first year or two. Right. So, um, that's kind of what I've tried to do to uh, improve our overall performance. It's as far as like getting our customers to um, you know be happy with everything. I love that. Send out cards. I love that. Yeah. It, it like cuts the friction of, cause we've done that in the past where it's like, okay, send out a card. 
then you need stamps, you need the cards. Like there's always something that kind of gets there. There's friction involved. So that, that does alleviate that friction. I love that. Is there anything else that you do as far as retention? I know it's kind of onboarding and all the stuff that you mentioned is, is a way is a great way for uh, retention, but is there anything else that you do? Not really. I, I mean, I feel like the send out cards, I'm hoping that that's going to be a game changer for us. We just started doing it in the program. It's, it's great. I, I mean, I pay about a hundred dollars a month. You can send unlimited amount of cards and, you know, you can, you can write the note in there and references the conversation, but I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't really um, figured out anything else. I'm trying to streamline things because we get so many phone calls. We just, I don't know we're doing the fundamentals. I, we, we call all of our customers when, you know, um, they're on the cancellation list or, you know, they're going to be on the list. We're religiously doing that to try to help people. That That's about it. I mean, we stay pretty busy, so I don't have cool. anything else on that really. Cool. So besides listening uh, to this podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing Craig's question here. Do besides it. Do it. I want to see if you, if you have the delivery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me start over again. <clears throat> besides listening to this podcast, how mm-hmm. else do you keep yourself motivated? <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, personally, I'm not big on Facebook. And, um, you know, I'll be nighttime and I'll be on my laptop. My wife said, why are you on Facebook all the time? And it's not because I'm on there sharing um, photos or w- whatever. I'm not really a big social media guy. But there's a lot of positive groups on Facebook, you know, with um, insurance dudes is one of them. And there's different groups. And, and I just really follow people that are trying to do the same thing I'm doing, which is grow our business, you know, hit our goals, just figure out how to, how to do things better. And so um, that's kind of what's really helped me as far as like um, almost, almost like having a mentor, you know, just seeing what all these other talented people are doing. And, you know, if I can pick up a few things here and there and incorporate it, and that's kind of what I've tried to do. Love that. Yeah. Before you go on to the next question, question yeah. Craig and I'm sorry for stealing your last question but um, it's all good it's I just wanted to kind of reflect on that it's funny the you know the whole 2020 till now thing I didn't realize you know we launched the teledudes program right at the beginning and we just we were with a lot or talking to a lot of good agents on zoom and uh, you know because we had a good group of agents that we we're talking to things didn't affect me like i saw it affect other people and that's why and then craig and i joined uh you know a mentor program because we're we're the same way like we know that you know as far as like we we love being mentors but we also love you know we need to be mentored and being a part of just positivity with other people and agents and it's huge because dude it's tough like like now now that we're two years into the the whole covid thing and, and just the whole landscape of the way people are has changed, like inadvertently, like n- not intentionally at all, but like it, it has changed and it's easy to get sucked into such negativity or buying into, you know, the doomsday whole vibe of what's, you know, what's getting preached out there. But it's important now more than ever to just be around positive people with a great outlook that are willing to you know, look at themselves like you, like you, like that have looked at themselves and said, you know what, I, I can be better than this. Um, this is what I've done in the past and I strive for more. It's just super important, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when I first started as an agent, I just there wasn't all these programs available. It seems like just recently. Right. And I would go to lunch with the local, you know, agents that I was friends with, and everybody would bitch about everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm just you know stuck in my little town, and I'm so it's really just blown the doors open. I'm like, hey, this is what you could actually do if you have the right mindset. You take ownership of everything, and you know. Yeah. So many people have inspired me. You guys have inspired me with what you're doing. And so I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I I did just try to soak it up. It's like you can't control very much in this lifetime. You know, a lot of stuff comes at you. And I think of information and the people that I'm around as like the food for my mind and soul, where like, you know, you feed your, so you control what you eat. We control all these other things that we, you know, the few things we can control. We have to control who we surround ourselves with and the information that we consume. And it's very easy to do that if we eliminate the news or eliminate, you know, different things that, so we're not affected, you know, like to Jason's point, we, I mean, COVID, while of course it existed because, you know, you're walking around, you see masks and all that from a business standpoint, it wasn't something that I'm sure many, many agents and, or, you know, business owners complained and griped about COVID. I didn't. It was a blessing. You know, it, it created massive growth for the agency uh, because we looked at it as an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary there at first. Um, it was scary yeah. there at first. I mean, it was. March is, always, March is always my best month. And we were rolling, man. We were rolling into March and, and all of a sudden COVID hit and it was like everything just got like shut down. So like my business kind of took a hit at first. But then, you know, we, we adapted, we shut the doors and then we just, you know, work, work the phones and everything. And, you know, I, I grew my business by a bunch, you know, yeah. during the COVID years. Yep. So what do you think the biggest change that you see affecting all of the agents and agencies in this industry over the next couple of years? Oh, uh, man, I, it's so competitive. You know, I, I kind of see a trend now. The smaller guys are getting kind of pushed out, but at the same time, it's, it's creating opportunities. And as I mentioned, I just purchased two different agencies in the last two years back to back, just because there are great opportunities. Um, buying an insurance agency doesn't, you know, those opportunities don't always come around that often. So I think um, just the competition from, you know, within with, with other agents and, you know, I feel like the companies, the actual insurance carriers, they could figure out a way to get rid of, the agents and make more money. They obviously would do that. So we, we we're kind of competing against the carriers. We're competing against, you know, people that have the same brand that we do. And then we're competing against other, you know, carriers. So I just really, um, I'm trying to hang my head on um, training and development and mm. um, just showing that value when, and, and we're, we're, you know, we're a sales agency, you know, the days are just, being a service agent and right in what walks in the door, those days are gone. Right. So you have to have a um, strategy for acquisition and a strong training and development for your team or probably not going to make it long-term, you know? I love that. I, I agree. And my next question, that would probably be the answer to this next question, but is there anything else that you'd re- recommend any agent could do to make a biggest impact moving forward? I think that um, if you can, whatever you can do to increase your cash flow mm-hmm. and um, kind of get scaled up. I look at it like, for me personally, I, I was able to scale up pretty quick. And I feel like that really is put, it puts me in a different category now because no matter what happens, I'm, I'm going to be able to ride out the low times. 
Mm-hmm. Smaller guys, when they just first start out, you know, they're working on real thin margins. It, it kind of makes it harder. But after you've been in business for a while, you after you get your renewals increasing and stuff, you have, um, you know, that that's the thing that nobody tells you about is really the most important thing in this business is cash flow. If, if you have the cash flow, you can pretty much, you know, make it work. You know, it's guys that don't have the cash flow. That's probably what, you know, dooms them the, the biggest thing is if they don't know what they're doing and they don't have the money to, and they don't know where to spend the money and they don't have the money, then it, may, it makes it harder to, to succeed. Right. I yeah. I think that the additional cash flow gives you greater opportunity to take additional risk and, and uh, yeah. have a couple misses. Right. Whereas yeah. when you're scarcity and no money, it's like, ah, one mistake and the, the cards fall, the house of cards falls. So another thing about Chad, cash so, Yeah. Well, I was just yeah, going to say about the cash flow too. It's like, like I see some agents that are doing well, but they don't invest in their business. Right. Right. And, and, and so then it's like, they're looking at like their margins and they're just, they're not investing, but then they're complaining. And I'm like, honestly, man, to be successful, you got to max the bonus out and you got to invest in the business. Yep. Yeah. And I don't think enough people do that. You can't drive thousands. the car fast without any gas in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, Chad, how can um, all the insurance dudes and dudettes reach out to you if they're not already part of the Teledudes Elite and uh, find you on the interwebs if they wanted to wanted to give you a call at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> um, or a high five. I can, should I give out, give out my um, email? Uh, sure. Unless to you. it has a carrier name in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I certain mean, carrier. Anybody that wants to uh, email me, chadk seventy one at gmail.com cool nice. hit me up I'm, I'm on a lot of the facebook groups mm-hmm. and uh i love to share ideas with people and stuff so if anybody heard something that we talked about today that um they'd like to email me or hit me up on facebook yep and they can hey, also so awesome, man. Do, email us and uh text us at two what is it jason two one five two zero five two one four Two two one nine. Two two one nine. Yeah. Well, Chad. Hey, so awesome uh, to hang out for an hour with you. We love having you on that Wednesday call as well, and uh, it's it's great seeing you. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking your time to to share what what you do in your agency with us. It means a lot. Hey, thanks for the program that you guys started, and I love the the teledudes. Super excited about everything going forward. Cool, man. Awesome. So are we, well, man. Yeah. Great. Well, stay safe out there and uh, and we'll talk soon. Yep. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chad. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah. If you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I right over 10 million in premium in the last couple years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.